We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Twenty minutes a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. This is the Pack a Day podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Pack a Day podcast. Wherever you may be and however you may be listening, thank you so much for making this part of your day. My name is Nick Schmitz, and I'll be your host on this Sunday, July seventeenth. Guys, we are. Just over a week away from the start of training camp, 25th of July. It's almost here, um, man. It's 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 really it's really about to be here. Like I'm I'm super stoked. Like in in one sense, it seems like it's been forever since we've had football, and it doesn't seem like it's going to be here. And I keep looking at the calendar, and like eight days. Eight days until Packers start training camp. Eight days also if you happen to be an owner uh, for you to be able to go to a business meeting at Lambeau Field that is boring as all hell if you've ever been to one. Um, is not that exciting. I've been to one. I am an owner this year. I got my invite. Uh, Jimmy Christensen joining me today. Are you an owner, Jimmy? Do you Do you have stock in the Packers? Um, I, I tried very hard to convince my wife who is from Ohio that it is worth me spending. What was it like? $300. Yeah, it was 300 bucks. Yep. Yeah. I was like, I was trying to convince her it was, it was worth spending $300 on a piece of paper. Uh, and for some reason she didn't quite understand it. Like I thought she would. Um, so long story short, no, I'm not an owner, but I tried very hard. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, <laughs> I got to tell you, Jimmy, I, I went, uh, I, I worked a year at Lambeau as an usher. Um, yeah. I actually worked the year, uh, the, the year of the second year that Aaron Rodgers broke his collarbone. That was the only year I worked there. And I, uh, I, I worked the shareholders meeting specifically because it's one of those unique events at Lambeau field that you can't just go buy a ticket for. Like if mm-hmm. you're not an owner or you don't know somebody that's an owner, you can't just like go on to like SeatGeek or you know, StubHub or something like that and buy a ticket to it. So I was like, and I didn't know if I'd ever be an owner. So I was like, sure, I'll, I'll go just to see what it's like, man. It is, it is a business meeting with, with <laughs> lots of fans that like probably quite honestly don't understand everything that's going on. It's very boring. Like you sit in the sun, you get a sunburn and they don't really tell you much. So do they sell like 
concessions there like can you oh buy yeah them? well well okay. i mean come on i mean you're talking about a you know an nfl franchise here they're not gonna i don't think they sell beer but like you could buy like uh oh. you know like popcorn hot dogs soda stuff like that yeah they don't give need... you like an owner's discount they're like hey you guys no, all no, 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 you, pay, you pay full price <laughs> you know you know we, we don't have discounts for that kind of stuff yeah it's probably a good thing too they probably that they don't sell beer like i don't think they need like because you know there'd be some guy that just hammered and yes. and because i'm like the thing is like there's only like ten thousand people there and that you know and in that stadium you got one drunk person yelling like it's not like there's eighty thousand fans that you can just like drown it out with you know it's all it takes is tailgate an owner's meeting one time i'm not, just you know i want i'll just hear the the applaud from the outside well, well you know if if i go this year it's on a monday so like that's the thing it's like i got my tickets for it. it's on a monday it's like i i gotta be at work and <laughs> sorry i'm not gonna take time off to go to the owner's <laughs> meeting but like i wouldn't be surprised like i would be willing to bet there's gonna be somebody tailgating there you have to if it's an event at lambo it's worth the tailgate yeah it doesn't well, even matter yeah, well, and I, like I said, I'm sure there. I just, I just believe that there are people that are just like they're so into it that they're just like, yep, I'm in the parking lot at Lambo. I got my truck and I got my mini portable, you know, charcoal grill. Let's let's make some brats. I want someone to go just like full into the owner stick and like just show up in like a suit and tie, briefcase, pulls out a notebook, takes notes. That's yeah, you. It, you well, it's it's funny. I I'm an owner and I don't get to say jack at the meeting if i show up i just gotta be i gotta sit there and be lectured about you know the state of the franchise you know i get no say but it's a bunch of crap dude could you imagine going to like the actual owners meeting like packer fans should just go to the owners meeting at some point and just like show jerry jones their sheet of paper that says they're an owner of the packers and be like I I should be allowed into this meeting. I'm an owner, just like it you. It should Jerry. be a lottery every year that a Packers like one of the random fans gets selected to go to the owners meeting. Well, you know, it's funny, Jimmy. I I'm sure this is probably very old news and this is way long-winded for uh for for what we're supposed to be talking about today. <laughs> you know, it has nothing to do with anything, but uh but it's funny when uh you know, I don't know you probably didn't get to the point if if Des wasn't on board with it, but like there's fine print in the um in the agreement when you agree to buy stock in the packers that like you are supposed to uphold the standards of the other 31 nfl owners and that roger goodell can fine you and take away your ownership of the packers if you don't uphold those standards hey so all literally (laughs) you just got to look at dan snyder and be like i just don't have to be worse than him and i'm good yeah (laughs) well a lot it sounds like (laughs) pretty much but i mean that just means (laughs) like you know if i go to the game and and i get drunk and you know vomit on somebody like technically roger goodell could be like all right nick give me your give me your sheet of paper you no longer own stock in the packers so you have an excuse if you ever get subpoenaed to go to court because i know you're just a horrible human and that probably will happen <laughs> you you have such an excuse to be like sorry i i didn't get it i was on a yacht sorry guys yep yep just can't 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 take it just like dan <laughs> schneider <laughs> so right, no more owners meeting talk let's get into the real yeah yeah we'll, we'll get discussion. we'll get past the owners meeting so um you know jimmy though it, the the same remains true you know we're a week out um still not a whole lot of news on the packers front which again as I've been saying the last three weeks, 
probably a good thing at this point. Um, not a whole lot going on. It's just that time of year. But so with one week left to go till the start of training camp, um, Gage, who is actually he is out with some family tonight. So hope he, hopefully he's having a good time with them, uh, unable to join us. But he gave us a great idea of um, just something kind of fun to talk about leading going into the season here. But um, yeah, his idea, uh, Jimmy, was so we'll go through every division in the league. And if we could take one player from that team add it to the Packers roster, who would it be? Um, and then obviously when we go from division to division, you're obviously then giving that other player back. So it's not like you're taking eight players. Otherwise, I mean, we'd be building the greatest team of all time because Green Bay's already really good right now. And if we yeah. added these these eight players, uh, you know, they'd be unstoppable, you'd think. Uh, and just a couple of rules here, um, really simple. Uh, we're not taking any former Packer players. So, like, when we get to the AFC West, Jimmy and I aren't taking Devontae Adams back from, from the Raiders and putting them – you know, back with Green Bay. Same when we get to the NFC North, we're not going to be taking Zadarius Smith off of that roster and putting him back um, in Green Bay. So that's that's about the only rule that we got here. Um, so Jimmy, uh, start us off. We're going to start with the AFC. We're going to move through that, then we'll get to the NFC. Um, so in the AFC East, Jimmy, who did you take from uh, that division to put with Green Bay? So I initially, my first thought was, I'm going to break the rule right away and not even take a player and take Mike McDaniel, the new head coach of the Dolphins, for the sole reason of, one, I think he's absolutely hilarious. Uh, and I feel like with an offense right now, without Devontae, it'd be really fun to see just what him and Matt LaFleur would just cook up on the offense. Just like weird weird plays they would design, just a really cool system. I think it'd be fun to watch. Uh, but I figured I probably shouldn't take a first-year head coach for my pick in this and I went to we're missing Devontae like I already said uh mines will go for another top five route runner uh, a consistent person for Aaron Rodgers to look to and I went with uh Stefan Diggs for this one okay well and you and I are right on the same page then I took I took Diggs as well um I you know it's funny Jimmy we're looking I, I don't know about you but when I was looking through some of these divisions um like some of them was like, do I really have to pick a player? And like, I mean, you know, like there are some obviously really good players in that division. Like you and I were like the first like go-to was Josh Allen, but it's like, you're not going to take Josh Allen and put him behind Aaron Rodgers, you know, like, yeah. so, so you have like certain players like that, but it's like, uh, you know, one that I'm just looking at and I totally forgot. I mean, Stefan Wilson, what? Zach Wilson. I know you wanted to take him. Well, well, I mean, everybody wants to take him for different reasons, yeah, especially um, his mom's friends. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, uh, family show here, Jimmy. But uh, <laughs> that's player, as far as I was going with it. I wasn't saying anything else. Uh, one player that I kind of forgot just because it's so recent is uh, Tyreek Hill plays for the Dolphins now. Totally could have taken him and put him on the roster. But I mean, yeah. can't go wrong with Stefan Diggs. But um yeah, this is a lot more offensive-centric, I know, for my list at least, than I was anticipating. Um, but, uh, yeah, Stefan Diggs, good pick. Um, let's go to the AFC North here, Jimmy. Uh, who do you got from the AFC North to put on Green Bay's team? Oh, This is another one that was actually kind of tough. Uh, we were talking a little bit about it pre-show. Obviously, Joe Burrow is going to be an incredible quarterback for the next 10-plus years, obviously, as long as no injury happens. Uh, we could right the wrong, take TJ Watt back. 
Uh, and then personally, I, I would have loved to have Lamar Jackson just because he's so fun to watch. Uh, but then I just went to taking the best non-quarterback in that division, and I just went with Miles Garrett. Having a defensive line when your edge rushers are Miles Garrett, Rashawn Gary, and Preston Smith, and then you also have Kenny Clark in the middle of that uh, defensive line would just destroy offenses. So I, uh, and he might hit someone with the helmet. You never know. There's so many <laughs> X factors with this. So uh, I went with Miles Garrett for the uh, AFC North. Okay. So I, when you were talking there, you had mentioned a player that I totally forgot and I'm a little embarrassed to say that I forgot about. Um, and I'm going to actually switch my pick from what I originally had to that. So I originally had Nick Chubb. Um, I know we've got, you know, uh, Aaron Jones and, um, and AJ Dillon. Uh, but I mean, you can't deny how great Nick Chubb is and that just gives you added depth. And, um, but I'm going to switch it to TJ Watt uh, simply because right now with Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon, that's a two headed monster to begin with. Um, And just for the same reasons, you know, if you've got a defensive line that, you know, is Rashawn Gary, TJ Watt, Preston Smith and Kenny Clark. I mean, you can't go wrong there. TJ Watt obviously was, you know, we won't, we won't hash it out, but just seems like he was meant to be in green Bay the year he was in the draft, you know, being a Wisconsin kid, and I mean, can't argue with what he did last year, but uh, yeah, Miles Garrett, TJ Watt, both great players uh, to be adding. I mean, the defense is good, is you know, great as it is right now, and adding either of those guys to that defense would, I mean, that'd make it for sure top five, if if not top three. So uh, let's yeah. move to the AFC South here, Jimmy. Uh, who did you have in the AFC South? Uh, I went with which is so weird, but I went with an offensive lineman, not even a tackle. I went with uh, Quentin Nelson guard to pair up with a healthy Elton Jenkins. When he's back, David Bakhtiari, hopefully when he's hundred percent as well. And you just have three of those players with the Josh Myers at center, right tackle. Maybe we have Yash or Yo, however you say his name. Uh, And I think he'd be a great, he, he is the best pure guard in the NFL. I don't him and Elton Jenkins kind of battle that, but Elton Jenkins is more of just a Swiss army knife. Um, but yeah, no hit Quentin Nelson going to that offensive line would be, I think incredible. Yeah. And you know, it's interesting. This division was tricky for me because it's got the Texans and the Jaguars in it. <laughs> um, so we've eliminated half the division pretty much already to start. Yeah. Um, and I mean, the Titans, uh, you know, Derrick Henry seemed to be, you know, I mean, he's kind of the obvious one that comes to mind. Um, and But uh, I went with uh, somebody from the Colts. Uh, I went with Jonathan Taylor. Um, just being how young he is, he might be for his age the best running back. If you factor in how youthful he still is, he, he may be the best running back in the NFL right now, um, you know, and I know we, I just talked with Nick Chubb, you know, that you already got two great running backs, but given his age and, you know, you never know how long Aaron Jones is going to be around in Green Bay. You add him to the roster, you maybe get a year or two of the three of them there, and then you just move on to Jonathan Taylor and, and A.J. Dillon, um, you know, but uh, another Badger to, to put on this, to, to put on this roster. And I mean, you'd have him for a long time. And like I said, for his age, you know, might be the best running back in the league right now. Yeah. And with Aaron Jones contract, 
this probably, unless they restructure it, is going to be the last season because I think next year's cap hits like almost twenty million, and there's no reason to pay honestly any running back twenty million. Uh, but Aaron Jones is really good; he's incredible, and with AJ Dillon's like how strong he's come onto the scene, like I don't think Aaron Jones sometimes gets enough credit, but. 20 million for a running back is not uh, not ideal. So I honestly, hopefully this isn't the last year we see him, but that's a real possibility. So adding another guy I think could actually be really beneficial. Absolutely. All right, well, let's move to the AFC West here, Jimmy. Um, obviously no Devontae Adams here. So uh, who did you add from the AFC West to the Packers? <sighs> this one, I was going back and forth on a lot of different people. Uh, we kind of had the same, <laughs> I was going to initially bring in Fred Warner. Uh, and we kind of talked about this pre-show, how there's a couple different teams where we thought linebacker. And then it was like, oh, wait, this is the first time in a decade, probably, that we actually have really good linebackers, at least mm-hmm. projected with uh, Quay Walker coming in. But I I kind of defaulted and just went with the wide receiver again just because that's a, a big area of need. And I went with, um, wait, are we on NFC West or AFC West? I think I skipped AFC West. We're on the, yeah, AFC I was going to say, I literally just went to NFC and I just caught myself. Um, this is one where I was thinking again, going to the stars Titan is the area of need. I thought maybe Travis Kelsey, Darren Waller, but I want to just add to this defense. And I actually went with Derwin James from the chargers. Uh, if we could have him and Amos as the starting two safeties and you bring Savage in as that uh, that third safety so we don't have Henry Black. I know he's not on the team right now, but any Henry Black-esque player playing any snaps in that secondary, um, I just think our defense who right now that's already projected to be top 10 on paper, top 5 on paper, would be by far the best defense in the league. Yeah, that was a guy I didn't even think of. Um, Derwin James would be a great addition. I mean, we already talked about, I mean, I gotta be honest, Jimmy, like looking at the defense right now, if you had to pick a position of weakness, like, and I don't think it's an actual weakness, but I would say safety is probably the weakest just of the entirety of the group. Um, and I mean, if that's the weakest part of that defense that's pretty good because i mean amos is great and savage is just he if he can become just a little bit more consistent but i mean you add derwin james in there and like you said make savage that kind of that third safety out there um i mean yeah that's gonna be uh well i mean makes it makes it top three defense already there um this for me was tricky uh mostly because like you know, we talked about Josh Allen, like you wouldn't take him from the Bills and put him on the Packers because you have Aaron Rodgers. But like this seemed like the one place where you might make an exception and take Patrick Mahomes just because, I mean, right yeah. now he's unworldly, otherworldly. Uh, but Top just not to right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and you know, even, even if he and Rodgers have to battle it out for a year and then maybe – you know, just his youthfulness is what, you know, puts him in that conversation. But I didn't I didn't take a quarterback just because you have Aaron Rodgers. I went with somebody you had already mentioned. I went with Darren Waller from uh, from Las Vegas. I mean, it's a position right now that, um, you know, Robert Tunyon is, 
you know, probably the best tight end on the roster. He's coming back from his ACL injury. Um, he's obviously got talent. We know that, but I mean, as much as I love him, he's, he's a good, not a great tight end. And I mean, you put, you know, Darren Waller in this offense. I mean, you could have that two tight end system then with Darren Waller and Robert Tunyon. And just with the wide receiver room being as uncertain as it is, um, just adding somebody for, for Aaron to be able to throw the football to, uh, Darren Waller was, was who I took. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Yeah, he was going to be – He was, yeah, as I mentioned, he was high on my list as well. Um, I actually probably would have picked him over Travis Kelsey. Um, if I did have a pick, just kind of like you did, uh, I just think what he's been able to do with Derek Carr, I think you got to give him a little bit of kudos on that because he doesn't have Patrick Mahomes throwing to him. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, he's, he's really good. Yeah, and, I mean, not that Derek Carr is not a great quarterback, but, I mean – I mean, it, He's not Mahomes. Every, well, exactly. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 it's apples and oranges at that point. So, yeah. Um, and the other thing too, Darren Waller has been, you know, kind of the lone bright spot, it seems in that passing game up until now. So, you know, whereas Travis Kelsey's running through a field with Tyree kill and all these other guys, you know, create yeah. an extra space for him. So, and we tried um, to get Waller too. He was they were trying to hopefully get him as part of that Devontae deal, and then they couldn't because of the whole weird franchise rule of, tag of, thing. Yeah, yeah. Franchise tag. Yep. Could have had him. Could have had him, but oh well. Um, well, let's move to the NFC here, Jimmy. Uh, we'll start with the NFC East here. Um, this was another division that was kind of tricky to pick from because I kind of think the division's garbage as a whole. So um, who did you end up taking from the NFC East? I'm sorry. Um, oh, I, I just, I just changed mine. Uh, initially I was kind of going with the whole kind of like I thought with the AFC North, when I picked miles Garrett of just adding that 
tough, another strong defensive uh, end and going with Chase Young, but I actually am going to pivot and go with uh, a different Kelsey brother and go with Jason Kelsey, uh, one of the best centers in the league. Not that Josh Meyer is bad, but he missed some time last year. He's still going only into his second year, having that strong veteran, again, added to that offensive line in a time where Rodgers might have to hold on to that ball a little bit longer or we need to rely on the run game a little bit more. Having a, a really strong offensive line is going to be big, and adding a top three center in the league uh, is only going to help. So I actually went with uh, Jason Kelsey. And that's a good pick because, I mean, you know, that's one of those things that, you know, a lot of the times the center is kind of like the quarterback of the offensive line. They're, mm-hmm. you know, working all the protections and everything. And, um, you know, like you said, Josh Myers, great Good center so far, but was injured and also just kind of being still young there. Um, you know, Jason Kelsey, obviously um, far more veteran player um, and just having that that quarterback of the offensive line to to be able to call out protections and make sure everybody's on the same page um, goes beyond just pass protection. I mean, that's as simple as just making sure everybody's moving the right way for your blocking for, you know, run plays. So, uh, yeah, can't go wrong there with with Jason Kelsey. I went with. Um, Micah Parsons, um, you know, he's from, from Dallas. I mean, you know, everybody kind of saw what he did last year. Um, it pains me a little bit to take somebody from Dallas just because I'm having to admit that Dallas has good players. Um, but I mean, you just talk about whether he's playing inside linebacker or outside linebacker, given the status, he's probably like, I'd probably put him more at that outside edge rusher position, given what Green Bay's done with the inside linebacker spot. But I mean, that would be like if Quay Walker or Devondre Campbell went down, I mean, he can move back in there. Um, he's just a game wrecker at this point from what yeah. we've seen from him. So, I mean, it's just, it, it, he's one of those players. It feels like you just tell him, go out there and just do your thing, you know, and, and, you know, with when when you have a player like that, and again, considering how young he is, I mean, it's not like he's you know on the back end of his career, and you're just like, hey, let's get a good couple years out of him. It's like this guy could be here for you know ten years, and if he continues to play like he did last year, I mean, that's going to be a long time of having a great linebacker play. Yeah, and he, I just, I don't know if it was back to back plays. I know it's for sure. I think it was in the same drive at least, where he went from rushing the quarterback, getting a sack uh, just on a beautiful rush, and then the next play literally perfectly covering a wheel route. He's just is – when you think of freak athlete, like Michael Parsons is on that list. Like he is by far incredible and honestly probably the better choice than Jason Kelsey uh, <laughs> now, that he, now that you picked him. But, he, yeah, he he's an idiot for saying him and – Trayvon Diggs are going to be the next uh, Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey just because Diggs is incredibly overrated. But he, <laughs> yeah. I think he will be the best defensive player once Aaron Donald retires. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, well, let's let's get to the NFC North here. So we're obviously only picking from three teams at this point instead of four. Um, so, Jimmy, who'd you take from the NFC North? Who'd you take from one of our division rivals to uh, – to to torch their former team two two times a year. At first, I didn't want to be the obvious pick, and I was saying I was thinking I was going to pick Sewell from the Lions just to kind of shore up that offensive line, put him at right tackle. 
But then I thought, hey, don't be an idiot and take Justin Jefferson because he is by far the best player that's not on the Packers. Uh, so I went with Justin Jefferson. Yeah, you know, you and I were right there. I took Justin Jefferson as well. The the one other player that I gave consideration to um, and just wasn't entirely certain just because he's he's been around the league a little bit longer. Um, Harrison Smith, I mean, mm-hmm. he's he's a great safety, but just given the fact that you're going to get more years out of Jeff, Justin Jefferson and the fact that wide receiver, oddly enough for the Green Bay Packers, is a, he seems to be a bigger need than safety help right now, which is not something we're used to talking about. Yeah. We're used to saying, oh, yeah, wide receiver set. That defense, on the other hand, that could use – all the help in the world. Uh, so yeah, Harrison Smith was, was, a was a second for me, but I mean, Justin Jefferson, I mean, he's, he's the best receiver in the division now, isn't he? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. And I mean, I mean, and is Adam Thielen the second best receiver in the division? Yep. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I, I mean, so. I mean, once, I mean, Devonte was clearly one when he was here, but I mean, now you're, I mean, cause that was that's the other thing is Adam Thielen. If he, you know, if he wasn't, you know, kind of getting up there in age two for a receiver, he would have been would have been just fine taking him as well. But yeah, Justin Jefferson easily, easily was the the best player to put yeah. on the, on this Packers roster. That's why we have to be so happy that the Vikings have never had great quarterback play or a strong offensive line. In the wait, last wait, 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 wait. Are you telling me Kirk Cousins isn't good, Jimmy? You know, he is not average Um, (laughs) because they have a super good running back with Dalvin Cook. Justin Jefferson's a top 10 wide receiver, and they have Adam Thielen. Like, they should just be humming on offense constantly. But they have a horrible offensive line, and they have uh, Kirk Cousins doing Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Very you true. <laughs> you're wasting <laughs> you're wasting some talent. Yep. All right, Jimmy. Uh NFC South here. Um, this was kind of a hard one for me going through it. Um I do yeah. love Tom Brady, so I did want to just like take Tom Brady because I know he amongst Packer fans is not very popular. And like I do actually like I am a huge Tom Brady fan, but I didn't end up taking him. But this is just another division that you know. Like there was a lot of defensive players. Like I wanted to take Devin White from the from the Bucks, and I was like, "Wait a second, we don't actually need that position anymore." So, uh, who did you end up taking from from the NFC South? Um, I initially was going to kind of kind of like I did with the Derwin James. I was thinking of Tyron Matthew. Uh, I was hoping that we would sign him, just like Zach uh, Zachary Jacobson was talking about on Twitter for like felt like seven years about getting him. Uh, but I actually went with tight end and I went with Kyle Pitts uh, had over a thousand yards last year as a rookie at the tight end position. Just again, once projected, if you looked at him in college now, like he was a, I don't want to say once in a generation, cause I feel like that's used too much, but he was a unique athlete uh, coming out of college. And I think just putting him in this offense, as we've harped on the wide receiver room is uh unproven at this point and just bring in a person in like that for Rogers to target and just add mismatches on that defense or four defenses, I think would be huge. So I, uh, picking Kyle Pitts. 
Uh, well, Jimmy, you and I on the same page again. I went with Kyle Pitts as well. It took me a little while to think about him. Um, but, I mean, he is somebody that I as like I've got a terrible reason for being a Florida Gators fan. And it's going to be something that's going to drive everybody up a wall here when Love I say it. Hernandez. Uh, well, no. Close. <laughs> Close, though. Uh, I really like Tim Tebow. Um, I, I, I totally know that as an NFL quarterback, he was not good, uh, overrated, but, um, I big Tim Tebow fan. So like, I just follow Florida for that reason. Like he's not even there anymore. Like, and I admittedly, when he was in college, I was a lot younger and I didn't like him at that, at that time. And I just grew up and started to like him. So I've actually, the last couple of years I've, I've uh, outside of Wisconsin, I watch a lot of florida florida football and i mean kyle pitts was somebody that when he was coming out of florida like our tight end room sucked and i'm just like you know hey maybe we should try to get this guy but problem is he's probably going to go in the top five but i mean <laughs> like you said like he is just kind of a you know he's kind of like the offensive version of micah parsons like he's yeah. just built differently um and you know those numbers are impressive that you said as a rookie considering he plays in Atlanta where like yeah. who was their quarterback last year Matt Ryan who <laughs> was like everyone so, thought he was a shell of himself so but. so that's how bad Atlanta is Matt Ryan who played in a Super Bowl and probably should have won it was the quarterback and I totally forgot that he was the one throwing the football. So, I mean, and their next had best somebody... weapon was Cordell Patterson, who's been on like four different teams and is a running back slash wide receiver slash kick returner. Like that, it went Kyle Pitts at the top and then just a huge drop. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, but it's just one of those things. Could you imagine Kyle Pitts running, running routes for Aaron Rodgers? I mean, that be beautiful. It, and it might even be better than Darren Waller doing it. Oh, give it two years. Yeah. All right. Well, Jimmy, we've reached the end here. One division to go. The NFC West of all the divisions that we went through. This was this for me was the most obvious one. But who did you take from the NFC West? Um. So I was going to be a dumb dumb before. Well, one, I was an idiot because when you said AFC West, I jumped to NFC West. Then I was thinking, oh, I'm going to take Cooper Cup. And then I thought, well, wait, there's the best football player in the NFL right now and arguably the best defensive player ever to step on the field, Aaron Donald. So pair him with Kenny Clark and just watch quarterbacks cry. <laughs> yep. And that was like when I got to the when I got to the NFC West, I mean, it was literally the first player that came to mind for me just he's he's such a stud um you know and it's funny because one of my favorite players um that i that i really like actually plays for the cardinals everybody likes jj watt for the most part but like i mean i don't even know if like there's not even a comparison for for the two of them when jj watt was in his prime and jj watt in his prime was really good yeah and and there's still not a comparison in my mind like it's it's aaron donald i mean 20 plus sacks as a defensive tackle in a season is just absolutely insane. And one, he trains with knives in the off season. Anyone that's a psychopath and will let a person put knives to them. You have to, you have to take them. You do. It doesn't matter. Yep. 
Yeah, no, I mean, he is, He yeah, he might be the best player in football that doesn't play the quarterback position. Um, yeah, it was it was a no-brainer. And that and that's saying a lot, too, because, I mean, you had mentioned Cooper Cup. I didn't even think about him. Uh, you've got DK Metcalf um, and then Debo Samuel. And, I mean, those are all players that play positions that Green Bay probably needs more than. George Kittle, too, for tight end, like. Yep. Yeah. And, and I mean, yeah, the, the list goes on. There's a lot of talent there and you and I both ended up taking a player that plays a position that, I mean, granted he is better than Kenny Clark, but I mean, Kenny Clark is not a slouch yeah. and we're just like, yep, just, just pair the two of them together and that's going to be great. And there's some, there's some player like even Justin Jefferson, they're not on the same plane right now. Like that's how Aaron Donald's just, he's, his, he's in his own tier, mm-hmm. but it's like, you try to think of other players like, Hey, I'm not going to take the obvious best player on in the division, but with Aaron Donald, you have to, you're an idiot. If you just entertain anybody else. Yeah. Well, and I mean, some of it is too, is you have to think about like in a world where this is reality, not only are you getting Aaron Donald, but it also means you never have to play against him. (laughs) Like, like it it literally your players. Yeah. Like, like (laughs) you just, you don't have to, to ever worry about playing against him, which when you're one of the best players in football, like it, it's just as valuable, even if he doesn't play for you to just not have to go against him. Yeah. So. It's I, I always like looking back and like Aaron Donald, just like how the draft always plays out. He was their second pick in the first round. They took Greg Robinson, who is, who got bust. I'm pretty sure he might be in prison right now. Cause he got busted with like pounds of marijuana. But, like, they took Greg Robinson with the second overall pick, and they took Aaron Donald. I think he was, like, 13. Just, like, how weird that is in the NFL draft. Like, mm-hmm. Mount Rushmore defensive player was your second pick to an offensive lineman who you traded and is now in prison. Like, it's just so weird. Yep. Yeah, What well, I mean, and it, it, it happens. I mean, it's not of the same caliber. But, I mean, when, when the Packers uh, – it was probably 2010 or so back. At, they took BJ Raji with like it with a top 10 pick. And then they traded back in and drafted Clay Matthews. And I mean, they were both very good, but I mean, it, you could easily argue that Clay Matthews was better than, than BJ. Um, and, you know, it just sometimes it works out that way that you have some of these players, they drop a little bit or you just, you know, it is also possible that, you know, the Rams at the time that they drafted these guys were a little bit inept. Uh, we think of them as this, <laughs> this great franchise, but I mean, like it's not that long ago that Sean McVay was not there and that franchise was bad. And they had Jeff Fisher. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Hey, so, I, was a, I was a Rams fan. I still am. They're, they're besides the Packers, they're the team I, until they moved to LA. I, I'm just not an LA fan. Um, but when they were the St. Louis Rams, I got hooked on them, obviously, with Marshall Falk and the greatest show on turf. And even after that, I had to deal with their horrible, horrible seasons. They were a very uh, inept football team for a long time. <laughs> they, yep, they were. So I and I like I said, I don't know when Aaron Donald was drafted. So I don't know if that was, you know, Jeff pre Jeff Fisher era or post Jeff Fisher era. Um, but uh, it is possible that, you know, part of the reason that happened was it wasn't a well-run franchise at the time of draft. Yeah. So. I think it was the year. I don't know the exact, I. it was after the Andrew Luck RG three year. Cause I remember they traded all their picks to, uh, or the, the Redskin or the, they were the Redskins at the time. The commanders uh, traded all their stuff to get the Rams number two pick so they could get RG three. Okay. So that would have been, that would have been before they even moved to LA then. So yeah, yeah, that yeah. was definitely pre Sean McVay. So yeah. Yeah. Inept <laughs> yeah. Franchise. Well, I mean, inept franchise tells us all we need to know. They were, the commanders traded all their picks to go up to number two, which means the Rams were drafting number two. So probably not a, uh, probably the not worst a part, the Rams then switched and did the same thing to trade all their picks and get Jared Goff. So they didn't learn. They didn't learn from the commander's mistake. To be fair though. I mean, Jimmy, I'd rather have Jared Goff than RG three. No, no, God, no. <laughs> yes. RG three was rookie of the year. He had, he did so well until, until he tore his ACL. That I mean, all downhill from there. Like I get it, but like, and I know a lot of it's Sean McVay, but like Jared Goff is a serviceable, serviceable quarterback. Hey, I'm just, he, Sean McVay was on that roster with RG three, wasn't he? Or is that before he went to the uh, commanders? Oh, this is, I don't know. They're, it's not Packers. We're in a Packers yeah. podcast. Who cares? Yeah. This is, this is where we need Gage on the podcast. Cause you know, Gage would know exactly yeah. when, when, when that all went, when, all, when they were, who was where, when, but uh, yeah, you and me, we're, we're kind of the buffoons of the show and we, we don't, yeah. we don't know a whole lot. So <laughs> Uh, well, Jimmy, this was fun. Uh, thank you again for, for joining the show. And um, Gage should be back next week. I hope so. Because, I mean, we're going to be Sunday before start of training camp. So yeah. we're going to hopefully, hopefully, I'm hoping next week we'll have something at least a little bit to preview, if nothing else, um, just yeah. going into training camp. But um, still at the end of the day, Jimmy, I'm hoping a week from now that there is not a whole lot of Packers news. Because until... Yeah. People start going out to practice and even hell, even outside of like who looks good in the first week of practice. Like, I just don't want to, I, I don't want the injury report. Yep, <laughs> like, exactly. like that's, that's all I'm looking for. Like just no injury report stuff. As long as we're not talking about that, it'll be a good time. So um, Jimmy, let's wrap up here real quick. If people want to get in touch with you, follow any of your work, how can they do that? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, Jimmy underscore C zero eight. Uh, now that we're coming into the training camp time, we'll have uh, Lombardi's Bar every Wednesday. I'll be on Pack-A-Day every Saturday with Nick and Gage. Uh, and then on-brand off-topic as well. But all that stuff can be found on Twitter at Jimmy underscore C08. 
Yeah, Jimmy, you and I, uh, we got uh, Lombardi's Bar coming up soon yeah. with Todd and uh, Dan. Um, it's gonna that's gonna be a fun time. I always like spending my Wednesday night with you guys. Um, there there are times where I shake my head and oh yeah, you know, it's definitely like, not pack a day clean. It's yeah. uh, it's it's Lombardi's Bar, so there's some bar language and yep. bar talk. There's also like times where like. I don't know why Jacob still allows that show to continue. Oh, I don't know either. Once you start bringing in Urban Dictionary, you know you should cut it off. Yeah, like, <laughs> thank you for using that reference instead oh, yeah. of the actual reference hey, from, from that particular right episode. I gotta watch what I say. Yep. So, um, again, I'll just say, Jimmy, that's one of those things. If you know, you know, and we'll just we'll just leave it at that. So, um. You can follow me on Twitter at producer Nick LB. Um, you know, as the season's coming around, I've got some things I'm going to try to be doing as far as um, a little bit of content this year. Uh, won't probably start till September, till the games start. But uh, I've been meaning to do do it for a couple of years now, and I think I'm going to give it a try this year. So that'll be a little bit of a surprise. I don't want to say what it is in case. I become lazy because Jimmy, you know me. Um, there's like a ninety <laughs> yeah. percent chance that I become lazy and just don't do it. But um, also, you have a human coming into the world, so you well, that, that is excuse. true. Yes, I, yeah, that is that is true. And you know, Jimmy, the audacity of this child—he is supposed to be born on August twentieth, which means I'm probably going to be in the hospital on August nineteenth, and there's a preseason game that that night, like. I hate to tell you this, Nick, and uh, I really hope I'm not the first one. There's a real great chance the baby does not come on August 20th, so you might be okay. Well, well, yeah, Jimmy, what, what's going to end up happening is he's going to come on August 19th, and like we're going to be in the delivery room, and I'm going to have my phone with you know like with the Packer game on it, and he's going to be throwing stuff at me. So hey, at least you don't have. Just think of it this way: you don't have to watch Ty Summers play. You don't have to watch any. We'll see. Maybe, maybe my plan is like, I'll just find like a continuous loop of Mason Crosby on the sideline and I'll just have that on her phone. So like, oh, while yeah. she's in delivery for, for those of you that don't know, my wife absolutely adores Mason Crosby. So I, I just, pass. <laughs> again, that's Lombardi's bar. Talk here, Jimmy. <laughs> we're, we're, we're blending the shows at this point. We just need to wrap up here. So, um, Jimmy, thank you so much for the for the time today. Um, thank you, everybody, so much for listening. I know last week we went an hour. I mean, we're now sitting at 42 minutes here, so this was this was a lot of fun. Hopefully, Gage can be back with us next week. And, I mean, guys, keep it tuned right here. We're a week away from Packers training camp. We're going to keep you covered wall-to-wall with everything going on at 1265 Lombardi Avenue. Um, and so just keep it tuned right here every day. We'll keep you up to date on all that's going on with the Packers. Um, and Jimmy, I mean, one week will be, will be right on the doorstep of training camp and football season will be right around the corner. So, um, with that being said, thank you so much, everybody for listening. And as always, go pack. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. 
If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.